from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. Ursula, have you been taxed today? Have I been taxed? I'm sure I have been. We're taxed every day. <laughs> Buy some gas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, have you? Oh. Uh, I think Sunday I got taxed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I bought some gas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think we're taxed I just, every day. I, I just, yeah, I, I know, but just, I just go about my day. Just like every time you just, you wake up and breathe some air. Holy <laughs> How much did it cost? How much did it cost? That was taxty. Not tasty, taxty. Oh. I'm, I'm full of it today. Good morning to you, Ursula. I'm looking forward to a good show today. How, how, how many cups of coffee so far? This is number three. Oh, okay. Well, coming up at 930, if you are driving around with cheap tires, your days of having those discount treads on your vehicle could be numbered. So we're going to talk about that. Is and then increase? coming up at 947, <laughs> coming up at 947, Starbucks has a new offering today that has uh, some of us scratching our heads. And, well, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll wait for that discussion because it'll be a lot of fun. I, I read some of the reviews and they are hilarious. <laughs> text us on our Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line 888-973-5476-888-973-Kyro. Let's get to it. Top stories of the day brought to you by Way Scar 40, Susu and Auburn. With more people dying in car crashes, state lawmakers are thinking about adding speed detection cameras to all of our highways. We can't dismiss what's happening on our highways, and that is an ever-increasing trend of more fatalities. That is Representative Andrew Barkas on Fox 13 News. His bill would add several automated traffic cameras to state highways, first as part of a pilot program, and then the information collected would help determine the best way to implement speed cameras throughout Washington. According to the Traffic Safety Commission, 800 people died in car crashes last year alone. That was up from 742 the year before. What do you think? I think speed cameras. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Because we want to have a decrease. You guys are on the roads. I don't have to tell you, especially our drivers that are out there constantly. You see the madness that is happening on our roads. You see that, you know, uh, just really, really, and this is no fault to state troopers or anything like that. They just they don't have the bandwidth. They're not pulling folks over. We need to curb the behavior. I mean, right now in 2023, Ursula, it was more than any of the previous years in the last decade. So what do we want to do? We want to just sit back and just start saying, no, 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 no to the cameras. And right now, they're going to start off with putting some cameras there to see what the behavior is like. Let's check it out. Let's see what's going on. Let's see where everybody's speeding. King, Pierce, and Thurston, these are where the problems are. So the answer is yes. And I know a lot of y'all going to text in, and you're going to tell me no. If you're going to tell me no, then how do we curb the traffic deaths on our roads? So not all traffic curves are because of speed, but speed is a huge factor, obviously. Uh, the traffic ticket would be, what, 150 bucks. So my question is, do you change your behavior knowing that there are speed cameras there? I mean, like, what do you do now when you know speed camera in effect? You see the sign. Everybody and, does. Everybody changes yeah. their behavior. They do. I talk about this. You guys know the examples I'm going to give you. There are specific places that you know that your behavior is yeah. changed. You know that over by the Inward Queen Casino, you know you're not speeding on River Road over there. You know in Fircrest, because they'll pull you over, you're not speeding. There are certain roads that you... 
Or so yeah. you have a road? You, you know of any roads? Uh, you yeah, know Northeast 75th. North, I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly yeah, right, right by schools. Anytime you're by a school uh, and, and you know there's a possibility of getting a ticket, yes. Now, the... I am in favor of at least looking at it and and, and studying it, um, and I'm, I'm thinking like, what is what is the harm? I mean, I, I suppose it would mean you know higher insurance rates, more more. To, but if it does help with the behavior, it does help curb the behavior. Um, I mean, it is a problem. Today we're talking about we're going to do extra traffic here in a, in a minute because we have a deadly accident that has affected I five up there in. In uh, Snohomish, Skagit County. Here's the only deal I'll make. The only I w- the only concession that I'll make. Yes to the video cameras, the, the traffic cameras. No to this adding and being a ding on your insurance premium. That's well, that's, a- that's if you're getting if you're if you're racking up speeding tickets, it's going to affect your insurance. I, I, it, it won't because no, no. because it, it can't be a, can't yeah. be a moving violation because a law enforcement officer has to issue the ticket. So this would be like a red light camera. Oh, right. So it would it just won't go. Be, it won't go on your right. driving record. So I'm yeah. so I'm so I'm cool. I'm cool with that. And and I don't look. I'm, I I don't want to ask the state troopers to, hey, we need you to pull people over more. I want to have less interactions for the state troopers, and I'm sure they do too. Their time can yeah. be spent, you know, doing other things. I, I don't want it to just be all about pulling people over. So, yes, okay. yes, yes to the cameras. Texas, 888-973-5476-888-973, Cairo. Under pressure and intense scrutiny, Boeing is now dropping its request for that safety exemption for a 737 MAX 7. In a statement, the company says instead it's going to incorporate an engineering solution that will be completed during the certification process. The Seattle Times reports this means big delays for getting the MAX 7 in the air. That would be the smallest model among the MAX family. Uh, And that's also going to hurt Boeing's bottom line, obviously. Southwest Airlines has ordered more than 300 of the MAX sevens, which are the smallest model, again, of the Max family, and uh, they are, again, going to be expecting delays. Yeah, if not for that unfortunate thing, um, accident, and with, oh, gratefully, nobody was hurt and or killed, if not for January 5th, Ursula, there was probably a good chance that the FAA was going to grant that exemption. Exactly. And it's look, look at where we are now. It took something like that, and again... I'm not glad that it happened because I, you know, I don't want anybody, even even if nobody was hurt, to suffer from that. Just being, I'm sure how scared they were in that situation. But there's the other side of me that says, man, something had to happen because it could have, it, this could have gotten really bad. But they were going to grant that exemption. Yes, and which just raises all sorts of questions about uh, the relationship. Uh, you know what what goes uh, what goes on. The FAA itself had determined last year that there was that design flaw in the engine inlet de-icing system that could be, in their words, potentially catastrophic if certain conditions were in play. Boeing had argued, okay, that scenario that you're talking about is extremely improbable. So the FAA allowed the maxes that are currently in service to fly. I mean, so that exact situation exists with the MAX 8 and the MAX 9. But pilots have been told, they've been instructed to turn the system off after leaving icy air and not fly with it on for more than five minutes in dry air. So... 
this was uh, in the Seattle Times. A spokesperson for the Allied Pilots Association says they're happy. They're relieved that Boeing has withdrawn its request for the Max 7 safety exemption. But this spokesperson points out there are still hundreds of Max planes flying today with that same exposure, that same risk. And they are counting on pilot memory to avoid a disaster. Mm, I know. Like, excuse me? Yeah, yeah. Counting, counting on the pilot to remember. Oh, okay, it's, it's time to uh, keep that switch. Yeah, I think that's with. just a poor way of doing business mm-hmm. when you're talking about uh, people's safety. Uh, and already, unite. There's another story uh, this morning. United's CEO Scott. Kirby has flown to France. He met with Airbus and he they're talking about replacing that airline's order for 100 Boeing 737 MAX 10s. I mean, Boeing's going to continue losing out on orders and uh, it's going to uh, affect the company's bottom line as long as uh, they're, they're looking for these things and these exemptions. I mean, now they've withdrawn the exemption, the request for the exemption, and they say, well, we're going to come up with a uh, engineering fix. It was Why th- not come up with an engineering fix th- in the first place? Three hundred. Don't rush it out. Three hundred and two jets were on order to Southwest Airlines, and now that's going to be delayed. So, uh, again, I'm glad. Look, I'm glad that this has happened because it, it had to happen. And yes, it's gonna mess with cash flow, if you will, to Boeing, but. Good, because safety is more important, and I'm glad that Boeing is letting us all know that safety is more important than cash flow. Yeah, exactly. Okay, 9.15, it is time to check back in with Mickey Gomez because we have a big problem on our roads. Yes, we had a collision involving a motorist, and it is still uh, still pretty hectic up there. I-5 southbound near State Route 530 in Arlington, right by Smoky Point. So here's the update. The right lane now opened in Marysville. The backup still remains around four miles, and we'll have more at the bottom of the hour. Cairo News Radio, real-time traffic. I'm Mickey Gomez. A Gig Harbor teen's death may have been caused by laced marijuana that he used at a sleepover. That is according to the mom of 16-year-old Adrian Gunter. As she says, he was hanging out with friends in Tacoma and they were apparently smoking pot when he became unresponsive. And while she thinks the marijuana could have been tainted, the News Tribune reports that the Pierce County Medical Examiner has yet to rule on his cause of death. Uh, Tessa Gunter says her son was looking forward to starting his new job as a camp counselor. She says he was not into drugs and if others had not supplied them to him he would have never done them. But again, they are waiting for toxicology reports and the, the official cause of death. Yeah, I don't, you know, they're waiting for the official cause. And um, when I first saw this story, it brings me back to my childhood friend. I won't say his name. Growing up with him, lived across the street from me. And he um, smoked something that was that they thought was laced. And it has impact. I mean, he's. He talks about it today. It has impacted him the rest of his life, right? Uh, back in the day, um, there was a lot of people that sometimes they would lace these things, whether it was with PCP or whether it was with cocaine, uh, all those things, or just whatever it is you wanted to just kind of throw on top of the weed to, if you will, make it stronger. It, that is a, a problem. One of the things that, as we find out, because I don't want to speculate on this story, I have no idea. The toxicology report isn't out there, so I really have no idea about that. But I do want to talk talk about this, Ursula, that really stands out in this article. And I was up at four this morning reading that, and I was just like, wow, because I didn't know. Um, One of the things that stands out is right now, did you guys know, and this is important, drug overdose is the leading cause of injury deaths in Pierce County right now. 
It is also the second leading cause of injury deaths for people 15 to 24 years old. Let me repeat that again. And I'm talking Pierce County. It's the second leading cause of injury deaths for people 15 to 24. I hope that whatever you get out of this story, if there is one person that can truly have this discussion with their loved ones about drugs, please have these discussions. Even if you think they don't, even if you think they do, don't assume because what you don't want to do is make things be too late. That is what stood out to me. And Ursula, I got to tell you, when I read that, and I also didn't go back to sleep for another 30 minutes. I was like, wow, how come that this isn't being talked about more? I didn't know that. Well, it's it, crazy. It is. And there's a lot of focus on fentanyl, fentanyl deaths. Um, they also and again, we don't know what was in that if that was, in fact, what even caused his death. But it does raise this whole issue because a lot of kids are let's face it, a lot of kids are using a lot of kids are thinking, oh, it's just pot. Well, we've legalized pot uh, and uh, it's it's harmless. No one dies, blah, blah, blah. But if it's if it's tainted, if it is, um, there is a there there is a possibility of having serious harm done to you. Um, And this was from Pierce County's Behavioral Health uh, Policy Coordinator who says uh, from January 2020 to June of 2022, again, this is just in Pierce County, more than 60 young people under the age of 24 died from fentanyl. And then another 340 plus young people under the age of 25 visited ERs for drug poisoning. So it it is, you said it perfectly so important to have those conversations and don't assume that your kid is not one of them. Can I tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll share something with you when I was younger that my dad would tell me, and I think he knew, I don't know, maybe he did or he didn't. I don't know why he said it, but he would always say, champ, if you want to do, if you decide to do some drugs, you at least, least need to know where those drugs come from. And you at least need to know and have seen what has happened with those drugs. Don't just be taking something that somebody puts right there in front of you. Now, I wasn't a drug person. I got scared by Lynn Bias passing away. That was my whole thing. That scared me straight when it comes to drugs. Also, Nancy Reagan's commercial, I'm not joking, yeah, really did well, a, a, it was big, impactful. It was an impactful thing. You saw them, them eggs in a skillet and that did it. <laughs> If you, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm for real. Sorry. No, she I said know. this You're, is your brain. This is your brain no, on drugs. It, that did. It was. No. It was a message that was. Yeah, that, it worked. That, just somebody, the way you put it. G. Somebody listening right now, y'all know y'all y'all saw Nancy Reagan's and you saw them eggs yes. in there and you said, <laughs> and you like, whoa, yeah, even the, the scared sound me straight. Effects. Yeah, it did. Okay, if you live in Seattle, you can no longer throw your old batteries or electronics in your garbage. All batteries are covered by the ban. All batteries contain toxic or hazardous materials that can cause damage to uh, the environment. McKenna Morgan with Seattle Public Utilities says electronics like computers, monitors, and TVs also cannot be dumped in your trash in case you've been doing that. And she suggests taking advantage of a program that they offer to get rid of all that stuff. We provide curbside collection of batteries and electronics through our special items pickup program. There is a $5 charge for up to two one-gallon bags of batteries. And your other options include drop them off for free at SPU's North or South transfer stations or partner retail locations. Hey, but before I know it's more money, but if did you know that there's going to be a statewide battery disposal ban starting in 2027? So it's not right now. It's we're talking about the city of Seattle, but this is coming. Okay, so I read the article. 
Chef Ursula, I couldn't wait to get to the bottom because I, I, I thought we was going to come on the show and I was going to learn something today. I was going to learn how you dispose of these batteries. And Ursula, I started going through the options. I'm looking through the options. You can you know, free drop off at SPU North or transfer stations. And uh, you can you can special item requests, but this is a $5 charge. And you could do all the, hey, Ursula, if I take a couple batteries out of my remote, right, and I got two batteries that I need to dispose of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You need to make it easy for people to dispose of those batteries the right way. As of right now, they're going to have to have a more simple method because you got to prevent... Yeah, they're saying me collect them, collect them in a little bag, and then they'll charge you five bucks and they'll pick it up. Oh, by the way, (laughs) if you still, you know, I was going to complain about this, but I want to be a good steward of the environment. I'm trying to. Yeah. So if you still, what you gonna do? If you still throw out your batteries in the garbage, they're not gonna find you. By the way, but they say they're just not gonna take your trash. Just create, have a little collection, and then. when you have a whole big bag, you know I, you know I'm one of those women that carries a big bag, so I'll just start storing them in my handbag. You lying, <laughs> Ursula? I know that's disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't mean to say that on the show, but Ursula, I didn't mean, <laughs> Ursula, you are not putting dead batteries in. <laughs> it's good for self-defense. <laughs> heavy mean, things, heavy. Swing it around. Well throw some more stuff in there. I've got everything else in there. <laughs> oh, I mean. I just want to know, you know, because you, you, your, your drawer on the side, right? When you take your batteries out and you get ready to dispose of them, yeah. what you going to do with them batteries, Jeff? You're supposed to collect them yeah. and then they'll pick them up for you five bucks or look for those partner retail locations. Mm-hmm. I'm sure all of our garbage folks are going to be looking through our trash to see if we have any secret so One more thing to look for. Okay. So I started off the show by asking Ursula. If she got taxed today, a lot of you guys. That was just bizarre. <laughs> just like the random thing that popped in your head at that moment. Well, coming up next, Chris Sullivan is going to come in and talk about, yeah, he'll ask about the tolls. But wait till y'all hear about what's going on with tires. Mm-hmm. Tires, y'all. We do that next. Gin and Ursula show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on this Tuesday morning. It's been a rough day on the roads and we are going to talk to our traffic expert, but we're going to talk about something very specific and that would be tires because apparently they are a target of some lawmakers in Olympia. Yep. Uh, the uh, Our tires are now part of the uh, climate change discussion going on uh, with uh, some of the mandates coming from the governor's office uh, and the Democratic uh, Democrats down in Olympia. Uh, had a hearing last week uh, in the Transportation Commission about your tires and the need and or the banning of tires that don't meet climate goals. You may not realize, you probably do, but your tires, depending on their rolling of uh, you know, resistance on the ground, how much friction there is between the ground and your tire, can reduce your fuel efficiency. So like, for instance, when I put on my snow tires, they're a heavier tire, bigger tread. I get a few less miles per gallon than I do when I have my regular tires on. So 
under this proposal, the Department of Commerce would be able to determine what the rolling resistance should be for every tire so it meets fuel efficiency and climate goals, and they would have the ability to ban all others. Meaning, bottom line, cheap tires would probably go away. So people who can afford to buy tires at, you know, the lower, you know, you can buy that really thick, heavy tire, you know, 50,000, 60,000 warranty, you know, miles, thick tread, cheaper price. Those could possibly be banned because they would be bad for the environment. Now, there are other issues that go along with this, too, is because then when you buy these other tires that you could buy uh, or that they would force you to buy, that have a better fuel efficiency but a lower rolling resistance would also lose traction faster mm. because in order the best the easiest way to get rid of the to improve the rolling resistance is to reduce the tire tread make it smaller which means you would have less traction which would means the tires would last less long and you would throw them out more often and then have to buy new ones so it's possible that it would make it not only ridiculously more expensive to buy tires but you'd have to buy them more often all to meet uh, the amorphous climate goals that they've set out in okay. Olympia. Okay, so is th- this is the first time I'm hearing of this. So does this one have a chance of doing anything this session, this well, short session? Well, with the with the party in charge, you never know. Uh, this is the first time this has been run up the flagpole. It's a short session. I doubt it, but they've had a hearing on it, uh, and that's usually the first indication. I mean, in some cases, they don't get hearings at all uh, on certain bills, especially in a sort short session. Uh, I haven't seen this come up yet in the Senate. There isn't a, it isn't a companion bill that I've been able to find, but it's kind of, I think it's the first shot that we see something like this now as the yeah. next potential target as a way to improve fuel efficiency and, and meet climate goals, where now, the, you know, once it's had a hearing here, now it's kind of, it's, it, it's in the ecosystem that is the legislature, and we'll have, you know, you never know where it could go yet when you talk to matt you can ask him he's really much better at handicapping things than i am yeah Yeah. imagine that they actually care about your fuel efficiency while at the same time the next story coming up next ursula's going to talk about how there is a mandate to go back to work (laughs) but it's going to cost you 15 dollars to do it that's what i want to ask you about we need to talk about I knew that was coming. And by the way, I never introduced Chris Sullivan. Of course, you know his voice. So, okay. So we talked about it yesterday briefly, but the State Traffic uh, Transportation Commission did not waste any time. Nope. Going right up from $10 to $15. Well, they were looking at $18, uh, but they decided that they're going to go with a more palatable $15 uh, for the maximum toll. So for on 405, that's going to be a $5 increase for max. For uh, I, for 167, that's going to be a $6 uh, hike in the max. And so basically, once we hit you know March 1st, the, the heavier toll is going to be in effect. And people keep asking me, why, you know, why, 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 what's the toll? Why, why, how, how does it work? And you, once you understand that it's kind of a backward way of dealing with things, you understand it. This is not about finding a better and way to improve congestion. This is a way to the higher the price to price people out of a faster drive and make them sit in traffic yes. so that transit and carpools will have the best ride out there a 45 miles an hour 90% of the time because that is the threshold the feds set out for HOV lanes and now what's been taken to become an express toll lane so it's about pricing you out $10 was apparently affordable enough 
for people to keep buying in. They raised it to 15 to try to weed out a few mm. more people that now can't afford a couple extra dollars a day, a couple a lot more dollars a week, add that per month or whatever to buy into those lanes. Yeah. It's not about getting you there faster. It's about getting you out so others have a better trip. Which I know that people are saying, well, you know, the goal is to keep people moving. But the only people who are going to keep moving are the people who can afford the $15. Or, 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 or in transit, which we all know people have still not come back to transit since the pandemic. So it feels like, Sully and Ursula, when I talk about and I'm like, hey, this isn't good. You know, this is going to be a regressive impact on people. When I talk about that, I get a lot of flack for people. So I tell you what. I'm going the opposite now. Raise it. Raise it to $25 so the roads could be uh, clear, so I could be able to drive in peace. How about that? Because if I take that angle, then people are still upset with me because I sound like a greedy person, right? Like, it almost feels like when we have these conversations, a very simplistic, common-sense conversation and approach to a lot of these topics It just feels like, I don't know if politics come into play or what, but you try to say to folks, hey, this isn't good, right? But then sometimes you get to the point where you're like, well, you know what, Sully? I'm tired of arguing that side. Maybe just go on the other side and make it easy. No, that's not how it goes. You you need to keep arguing what you truly believe. And in this case, I mean, Brooke and the 425 hits it. It seems like toll lanes are going to become rich people's private lanes. But Ursula, it would be good beneficial for me. The the traffic would be clear. It'll be a lot easier if you make it up to 20, 25 bucks. Let me go ahead and let me get to work just that much faster. That's, I'm going to go ahead and, and start right. preaching for me now. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we can uh, give you a G-only lane, but that'll cost you, that'll cost you 100K a mile, Driving dude. Uh, we'll, we'll be buying, we'll be building roads based on your wallet, dude. I like it. No, but in, in all honesty, it just, it feels like. You know, we talked about it. Everything you got to buy more expensive tires, more expensive tires to to go. You know, drive in the carpool lanes that only if you can afford for them to go up to fifteen dollars. Yeah, uh, but but how often did you know? Is it going to max at fifteen dollars? I have a great soundbite for that I do from uh, uh, Debbie, uh, who's she? Uh, the guy I can't remember her last name. Off right off the top, but she's the chair of the uh, Transportation Commission. During an earlier hearing, she was like, "Oh well, well it's never going to hit it very often. We know as it is, it only hits it in rare circumstances." I'm like hmm, that sounds That's- exactly like what you said before four hundred five opened, and it hits it every single morning. Thank you. Oh, and by the way, we're going to start segmenting the toll sec- toll roads in twenty twenty five once four hundred five and one six seven are finished. So you can go max, 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 45 bucks between Linwood and Puyallup. They're going to segment them. Ouch. (laughs) Though they won't all likely be max at the same time, but that's what you're looking at. Ursula, traffic could be a lot better, though. I can can argue that side. Tell you what, G, buy a bus Mm -hmm. and just drive us around. Be like G's party bus, and you'll get in there for the transit rate. It'll be free. You don't want me to drive. Well, have Ursula drive. There you go. Chef? No, probably. <laughs> Nick? <laughs> Maybe. All right. Good. Hey. Let's, let's see what we got. I'm an idea man. All right. Thanks, Sully. <laughs> see you guys. Appreciate you. Uh, coming up next here on the G and Ursula Show, find out how Starbucks wants to keep the world regular. It is the G and Ursula Show.
G and Ursa Show. Good morning, everybody. Matt Markovich is going to join us. At, you know Matt Markovich, our very own Cairo News Report. Every single time he comes in, he's got some good stuff. He's going to tell us what's going on down in the legislature. We're going to be talking about gun insurance. Yes. Woo! Election worker harassment and animal cruelty is going to be the topics. But right now, we need to talk. My dad used to say, champ, you don't believe fat meat is greasy, do you? That's what he used to say to me. <laughs> and when, when would he be giving you that advice when you were eating a big juicy burger? No, 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 no. Being serious, like, like if I don't listen, like, oh, you, you gonna, oh. you gonna, you gonna learn, huh? Oh, you don't, okay. champ. You don't believe fat meat is greasy, do you? Oh, and so that's like, oh, gotcha. of course it is greasy, right? Okay. So, but Starbucks right now is uh, is gonna have this olive oil infused coffee. That is now available at every store in the U.S. The Aliato Aliato beverages have received some mixed reviews. Now, real quick, Aliato means with oil Mm -hmm. in Italian. This is according to Starbucks. So the line includes a latte and an iced espresso drink. However, it is getting some mixed reviews. Ursula... There's some folks, if you get on social media right now I, I, I and did. you type in Aliato, <laughs> it will tell you that some folks are claiming <clears throat> that is a very effective laxative, Ursula. <laughs> so, again, that's where we are today. So, I, I read, I was like, where where, where was this idea born? And um, it's Howard Schultz, his, his latest thing. Apparently, he went to Italy and they were serving some drinks with uh, olive oil and he thought this is genius mm-hmm. and we need to try it in the states and so they tried it in a few stores and now again i think starting today they're going to be offering it everywhere now i was laughing hysterically because um if you get on reddit or subreddit there are people who are giving their take on it mm-hmm. and a bunch of uh, baristas were weighing in too and uh, let me just read you a couple of them one says um these things were given us to us in the lobby of our local starbucks i can't remember the last time i have had something so unsettling it tasted like poor quality coffee and leftover salad dressing my wife and i both spat it up in the trash inside the store apologies to the baristas that watched us do it and then they had some not so nice words for corporate offices. Mm-hmm. And the question is, I mean, is Starbucks going too far with some of these things? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so because there are some people right now, whether you are... Who need to be may, regular? May, well, that, that too. Before I get to that part of it, um, there are those that are on keto friendly diets, oh, right? And yes. a lot of folks are putting the uh, different oils in their cocktail, whether it's coconut oil or they have this one called, I have it actually in my cabinet. It's like MC1. It's a, a different, uh, it's an oil that sure. you put inside of your coffee. Some people have been doing that. I think that this is a good, and, and, and oh, by the way, look, um, Chef says something and he made a sweeping statement. I don't have the courage to make that same statement you were saying this morning, Chef, but I will say this. Um, this might be an effective thing. This this drink well, given might the, be given the current diet g- crazes g- that given are given the current b- 
brunches and diets that we have in society. Giving the uh, charcuterie boards that consistently are seen at parties. Considering the dairy and meat diets that we have, some people might be able to use this coffee, Ursula. You might not say it out loud, but you... Well, well, a bunch of people were saying, if you already tend to have stomach or bowel problems, this is probably not the coffee for you. (laughs) And if you have to take a long trip, it's probably not the wisest choice. Just say everybody got that. Everybody got that family member. <laughs> Gee, how many times did you try Crystal Pepsi? Crystal Pepsi? Yeah. Never. <laughs> okay, I think I tried it once, and I was like, "Nah, that's not very good." I, my guess is most people are going to try this once, and then they're going to go away from it. And this is going to be like Starbucks Zune. If you don't remember Zune, that was uh, Microsoft's like game-changing MP3 player that was going to change the world. I do not know why Starbucks would name this product Oleata because you know what I think of immediately is Olestra. Do you remember that yes. uh, no-calorie fat substitute that they used to fry potato chips in for yes. people who didn't want a lot of fat, but yes. it liquefied your gut? Yes, and you would have exact to... Exact same thing. You would That's have, what it sounds like to me. I'm you gonna, would have to be close to a bathroom, or you were in big trouble. One of my brother Levi just texts in and says, well, Starbucks, you won't be locking your bathrooms anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right? Someone's going to be banging on it going, hey, give me the, What's the cold? combination. What's the cold? <laughs> what is the cold, lady? I need the cold. <laughs> I also say I don't believe that this actually causes people to evacuate themselves because the like if how much could possibly be in one beverage like two teaspoons like who has a bathroom emergency after eating one salad and having a cup of coffee combining the two doesn't form some magical chemical compound what people are saying is the coffee is a stimulant for the digestive system and then extra virgin olive oil the, the laxative effect with the olive oil again if you have a sensitive stomach just take some precautions. <laughs> anyway, you know what? Good luck to Starbucks. Uh, I, I love, I mean, some people, uh, uh, one person was really upset with us about our Boeing conversation. I don't want people to accuse us of being anti-Starbucks, too. You know what? Starbucks gets the most PR. Okay. The most PR. Anytime they roll out a new drink we, or a new something we, or raise their prices or whatever, I mean, it, it makes it in the news. We have to... If I disagree with Chef about something, does that mean I'm anti-Chef? You, you know what I'm saying? Like we gotta, we gotta stop with that whole like just placing that you're anti want, something because you're talking about something. We want better. We want better. Yeah. But in this case, hey, you know what? Maybe they got enough positive feedback that they think let's try it nationwide and see what's going on. And, so. two, and 206 makes a great point. Just because Starbucks puts it on their menu doesn't mean you have to drink it. Bingo. Exactly. All but, right. But maybe it's great. So be daring. Coming up next here on the Gene Ursula Show, Matt Markovich is going to join us. What's going on in the legislature? That's always the topic and the question for him. Gun vibe, gun insurance, election, worker harassment, and animal cruelty. We do that next. Gene Ursula.